Blog Talk Radio. Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, (coughs) metaphysical and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance, authentic spiritual guidance, right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies, and spirits, and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You. This is our live monthly channel. We bring to you the last Friday of every month. And I'm your host, Leah Fortner, joined with Laura Morante, our fabulous channel this evening. And... I just want to welcome everybody who's tuning in tonight um, as we come in together at the tail end of Thanksgiving. And I arrive in this moment in a very like calm and peaceful space. And I, I can't help but think that it has a lot to do with the energy of Thanksgiving itself because we join together with family and loved ones and really honor the gratitude that we have for our lives and take a time out to find that gratitude. And I think with that love and gratitude, it really seems to slow down the hands of time for me um, because we can all get so busy. So I'm excited to tune in tonight and see where spirit takes us um, in this calm and peaceful space that I'm showing up in. Um, And I want to say hello to Laura and Dodie who are joining us. Hello. Hi, Leah. Hi, Leah. Welcome. I'm very excited to be joining with you again tonight. Both Laura and Dodie were with us on the last channel, um, so that was very fun to have all three of us, and we're doing it again tonight, so that's exciting. Um, and I just wanted to let everybody know that we do have a channel coming up next month. It, we will be having it the last Friday of December, which is the 27th. And that will be at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, just like tonight's show. 
And that's going to be a very powerful channel that Laura will do for us because we'll be moving into 2014, and I cannot believe I'm actually saying that out loud. (laughs) Now that I hear it, it's time flying once again. So uh, I really look forward to that channel, so make sure you guys tune in and see what insight Laura will have for us at that time. And as of now, Dodie, if you want to take the floor for a minute and get us centered into a space of consciousness to open up for what Laura is going to channel for us, that would be great. Thank you, Leah. Thank you. And, you know, um, just thinking about, uh, you know, everyone who celebrated the Thanksgiving in whatever way um, was perfect for them yesterday, um, and this energy of gratitude that really is surrounding everyone. I feel it too. It's just a very sweet and calm feeling. So with that in mind, I would just like to invite all of us to hold the space for that gratitude during this meditation and join me by taking a deep breath in and through your nose and fill your belly and your lungs all the way up to your shoulders and then just... Let that breath out with a sigh. Let it out. And once again, a nice, beautiful, deep breath in. Breathing into the belly, expanding the lungs. And letting that breath out. And as that breath makes its way out, feel the heart begin to open. And let the breath move as it wants to according to the wisdom of your body and imagine that your heart is just opening wide. Visualize there at the heart center a beautiful warm light. Warm and golden. And imagine just for a moment that someone you love dearly standing in front of you. And for that moment, with heart open, just send that person so much love and so much gratitude. Breathing in the light and breathing out gratitude towards this person, towards this person. And now imagine that joining that loved one is everyone you know. Everyone you've ever met. And with that same breath, breathing in the light and breathing out gratitude to each and every one of those people as a whole, as a one. Now imagine that you can see the entire planet, the entire beautiful earth, and all its color, its many people, all its elements. And breathing in that light, breathe out your gratitude to the earth, 
and to all who inhabited it. Feel yourself surrounded by that love and gratitude. Allow yourself to rest in that love, to rest in that place of gratitude. And with that image, I ask you, Laura, now if you just want to just go ahead and go for it. That was beautiful. I'm going to jump in really quick, Dodine. That was so beautiful. Thank you for taking us there with you. I just want to let everybody listening um, know that you can call in with questions. We leave it open depending on where Spirit Guides us, but we welcome you to call if you do have a question that perhaps relates to what Laura ends up channeling. You can call us at 646-595-2385. So we leave that open to Spirit. And uh, with that being said, I think, Laura, maybe you're ready to go. Uh, yes, I am. Very. They're, um, <laughs> they are anxious, I would say, and ex- or excited, rather, excited to come through. So I'm just going to let them begin, okay? Okay. We join you, as we always do, in the energy of gratitude. For gratitude lifts, gratitude lightens, and gratitude reflects to the human being what it means to be soul in the physical. For when we are in that energy of gratitude, that is where we are. We are in our soulful state of awareness that everything is divine and wonderful and that behind all physical world experience is a magical thread of divine energy that is weaving its way through the tapestry of life. There is an There is an awareness now that has been integrated into many of your logical interpretations of life that says there is more to life than what has been defined there in the physical. And we here in spirit are are grateful for the recognition of the extension of your beingness beyond this physical life. We are grateful for we are that extension We are that extension of you. And so as you join here together in this moment of uniting, where so many of you that exist here on the earth plane but are spread across this globe in many locations, many different continents even, we ask you to each to imagine in front of you the soul that exists on the other side of the veil that you feel is in your life, although you can't see them in the physical, whether it be a loved one that you knew in this life or a guide that, or a guide or guardian that you have always felt. Imagine that that soul is here with you tonight, moving through the energy of this gathering to reach you, Now, imagine a soul standing next to this soul, another soul that is familiar to you, another soul that is a reflection of you, another aspect of who you are, 
Perhaps you like to say it is your higher self. For that is a truth. There is an aspect of each one of you, each one of you there in the physical, here in spirit. And it is that aspect of you that looks to come through more than any other loved one. Looks to come through these messages in a hope to reach you, in a hope to illuminate for you the love in your life, the hope for your future, or the joy that can be found in the simplest of experiences. Realize that that is your truth, regardless of what you look to experience here tonight, whether it is your long-lost relative that you look to hear from here tonight, that ultimately... All truth that comes through comes from you, an aspect of you, a collective gathering of the higher selves of you all. Yes, we are the ones that will stand for you, that will move the message through this one in words and allow you all to feel the energy as you integrate the words. So be in a calm space of openness to be willing to hear what this loving soul and this aspect of you are looking to share. We begin, of course, in the energy of gratitude. For once we begin with gratitude, we... We align ourselves. We align our energies with your energies. We move through the earth plane and look to see who is open, who is here, who is showing up, who is asking the questions. And that does not mean you have to raise your hand or pick up your phone and make that call, for it is within your in intuitive connection that the energy of your curiosity moves and as you think of intuition as where you receive your guidance from well now you can see it as a two-way communication where oftentimes what instigates your curiosity is your higher self What has you investigating that new job, that new relationship, that new direction or road to follow? It is often not because of a situation in your physical world experience, but rather because of the soulful inclination that your energy is creating around. It's an expansive concept to bring into this logical interpretation of life the idea that the energy that is all around us is us and we are a part of the energy that is creating our own experiences. But we've heard it enough, haven't we, in venues like these, through channels like these, that this is our truth. We are a part of the creative 
process. We are co-creators of this experience. And if that is our truth, then wouldn't it behoove us to use that energy of gratitude as a foundation for our future experiences? If what we think now is creating our next moment, then doesn't it just make sense to think in terms of gratitude always. For then the creative energy of the future looks to match that frequency, align with that intention, and hold the space for that kind of experience. Now that does not mean that we can create this life as a fairy tale. It is not always going to be easy is not always going to move as we, the human being, wish it would. But the gratitude can reflect itself in many different ways, can't it? When we are presented with a challenging experience in our lives, do we choose to focus on the challenge? Or do we look around us and see all of the resources that show up in the moment to help us get through that challenge? So what we're putting forth here today is the idea that as you have a challenging experience and as you focus on all that is in your life to assist you moving through that challenge, you are then setting yourself up for having that support system in place in the future, for knowing that in that energy of gratitude, you have created a link, a bond, a connection to that kind of support. So regardless of what situation is coming, you know your support system is in place. You see, there is a benefit to focusing on gratitude that has not been put forth in the definition of thanksgiving, has it? And isn't it an expansive concept that most people would benefit from knowing? It's not just some notion that's nice to think about, nice to dream about, nice to imagine could be possible someday. It's our truth, and it's here that day. It's today and tomorrow. And every day we are blessed to exist on the earth. It's that moment that is our opportunity to focus on gratitude. That is our opportunity to assist in the creation of experiences that we will engage where we will be benefiting from the focus on the gratitude, from the support system that it creates. And from the overall sense of well-being that we will begin to move through our life with. And that is the issue that we want to address here. The idea that so many of you on the earth plane live in fear, live in worry, live in doubt, live in insecurity and uncertainty. Find the word which one matches with where you are, who you are, how you live your life. And as you sit there and say, well, that's not me. I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. I know who I am and where I'm going and what I'm doing. 
Ask yourself why you don't want to see it clearer, because there is not one on the earth plane, not one listening, not one that will be listening, that can stand fully in their face, regardless of what it is they are experiencing. And the majority of those on the earth plane exist on a day-to-day basis directing their experience by fear-driven thoughts, actions taken based on these thoughts, these thoughts that say, I must worry, I must fear, I must adapt to this overwhelming sense of uncertainty that the majority of the human population exists in. For that is the truth, you know. You don't come into this world in fear. You are free, you are whole, you are complete, you are divine as the souls that you are prior to birth. Ah, yes, there are those that want to say, but wait, what about the attachments? What about the karmas? What about the issues we bring forth from past lives and previous generations? Well, that is all there in the continuity, in the energy of our definition. It certainly is there, and it is always an option for us to choose to accept and allow that energy to define who we are in this life. But it is very rarely something impregnated in our beingness prior to our earth plane existence. We step into it, like putting on your clothes in the morning. We step into it, we try it on, and we see what fits. And we do this throughout our lifetime in phases and stages at different points of our life. We try on a new suit. We put on a new mask. We feel our way through life with these different outfits on to see how they fit, how they feel, how comfortable we are in them, and which ones we choose to keep, which ones we choose to take out on only special occasions, and which ones we discard immediately. And many of you... Uh, will not even remember when you began discarding those uncertainties that just don't define you now. As you listen to this and you think of those people that are living in fear, images of of profound starvation and, and illegitimacy in society appear in your head. You see those impoverished children in your mind and think, well, yes, they are living in fear, and they have every right to live in fear. And the interesting thing is, that is most often not a truth. They do not exist in fear because they're already existing in such dire situations that they don't have much else to fear. What we put forth here tonight, it is that those with more fear more. And you think, well, that that can't be possible, for I do not have to fear about where I am going to live. 
when the thing is, these people don't often fear about where they are going to live. They may not like where they are living, but they know who they are because life has not distracted them to the point where they forget where true happiness comes from. So you see, as we see these homeless that exist on the earth plane, whether they be in the streets of Calcutta or Miami Beach, they all have that sense that It doesn't matter what they have. None of that is going to make them happy. They have realized that it's not about where they live, what zip code, what car they drive, what name brands they wear, that none of that is going to give them any any sense of fulfillment. They come to realize that they must find their happiness, their joy, their sense of contentment somewhere other than the material. And so oftentimes you will find that many of those that are homeless choose to be this way, choose to be this way choose to not engage this society and all of its material benefits. For they feel that if they do this, they are giving in to some state of being that comes from an inauthentic understanding of who we are as souls or who we, are, who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings. We use these as examples. We are not saying that this is the way to joy, this is the way to fulfillment. This is just the way some souls deal with being human at this time in history. With societies defining such restricting guidelines of how to be here as a human being, as a productive member of society. And so as we are all souls, we are all the same energy of integrity, creativity, love and compassion. We ask each of you, how how it is you adapt. Where it is you give in and what it is you stand for. You ask for help. You call on the angels and spirits looking for guidance, looking for assistance, looking for insight. And then when you receive it, We ask you, what do you do with it? 
do you engage that illuminating human being that enters your life on a whim, that asks you to open your mind and expand your understanding of who you are, to look deeper within yourself, to find what brings you joy. Do you engage this other? Or do you dismiss the rhetoric and move through the logical plan, the schedule you have set for yourself? How often do you allow yourself to just throw the schedule out the window? And give a day over for the the complete enjoyment of abandonment. When where you say for this moment, for this day, I alone decide who I am to be in every moment. I do not allow any sense of attachment to anything in this world to deny me this freedom. It is not often that a human being will just say, wait a minute, stop this train. I need a day to recharge I need a week to reconnect. I need a month to reestablish who it is I am and why it is I am here and what it is I am doing here. It's too much. It's too profound. It's too deep. And oftentimes, it's too painful. But in those moments where you allow yourself to detach and leave it all behind and open yourself up to the insight that comes with soulful reconnecting, that is when you know that there is something missing in the rigidity of the schedule. that there is something we are missing as human beings. There is something we are not allowing ourselves to experience because we're too busy, because we've not left enough hmm, playtime in the schedule. So many of us have to think of it as work. We have to think of it as something we need to do begrudgingly that idea that if we just sit in stillness, our truth will flow into our awareness. It is not enough. And it forever baffles the individuals that come to the earth plane. It baffles 
the souls, why the human being would not choose to reconnect, to realign, and to move through this life in a more soulfully driven way. And you really do know the answer to that, don't you? When you ask yourself, when you get beyond the self-denial, when you get beyond all of those thoughts that come rushing into your mind that say, well, I go to church, I do my meditation, I do pray, I do try but you ask yourself when for how long what is your commitment and what what comes before that effort and your list of priorities where does it lie Do we have to think of it as work for it to be important? Or is there a way we can shift our understanding of the purpose of prayer and meditation? Where it does not seem so practically offensive to our productive experience for that is so much of what it has become, something we see as what the more politically driven wish to push to the side or use to their benefit, depending on the mood in the moment. And yet it is not something to be discussed in those venues. It is not something to be judged or ridiculed or even... find for it is a personal relationship that you have to the divine and it cannot be judged by another only you can know how much time or effort or space you need feel aligned with your truth. There is no way that it can be put into some restrictive box defined by logic that says if you just meet on these days of the week or the month, well, then you have fulfilled your duty and you will be given the grace That is a simplistic view of a much more profound experience. And what we are speaking of is the experience of living in oneness, of living united with your soul. So that the time doesn't have to be made for the connecting. What we are saying is that life doesn't have to be this difficult if we if we have a body, a mind, a soul to use 
to engage in this life. Why would we think that the body and the mind is more important than the soul? And when it's said like that, when it's said so clearly, can't you see it? Can't you see how ridiculous and and self-limiting it is to just give this kind of talk over to the religions, just leave it to those religious organizations to deal with the souls? We don't have to talk about that in our everyday life. We're just people. But that is not our truth, and that is why people are so uncomfortable in their own experiences, are trying so hard to fit into something they think they should be. You heard it. You heard the words. Something they think they should be. You see, being is not that difficult. You shouldn't have to try. You already know who you are if you would only allow yourself to be it. But what happens is, if who we know ourselves to be doesn't fit in to what we think we should be, well, we immediately dismiss the feeling part of it. For there are so many in the world that will support us in following the logical interpretation of who we think we should be. But all of those that will support you in following that logical inclination, where are they at night? When you're alone and you're awake at three in the morning wondering, where is it that I need to shift something in my life to feel more fulfilled? Why is it that I can't find that sense of complete peace and comfort with who I am and how I am living this life? Where are all those telling you that you chose the right practical direction for your life? Because it fits into what they think your life should be. Are they home, up in the middle of the night in their own beds, wondering what it is in their life that needs shifting? Why it is they themselves find their mind riddled with fear? Where sleep seems so far from their grasp because of the cycle of uncertainty and self-deceiving thoughts they are swimming in. It is up to each of you to see where the fears exist in your own minds and how often you allow them to dictate your actions. And then it is up to you to see how it feels to choose to find another way, to choose to develop a sense of connectedness with their own higher self. So they can re- 
restructure their human presence on the earth to resonate and emit the frequency of their soulful self. And then you say, well, what would I be if I were a soul here instead of a human being? How would that look? We say, it would look like you, that human being, moving through each experience with a sense of certainty, not a sense of doubt, a sense of hope, not images or fearful projections of all that can go wrong. Which way do you wish to exist for your whole experience depends on how you perceive it your whole life is your perception of your experiences and your perception is defined by where you come from where you're viewing life from do you view life from the position of human being? Or are you able to rise above that limiting state of perception to a view of you that comes from the higher self, that beautiful energy of consciousness that you are, For that is the aspect of you that can perceive life in all its glory, that can see the support system coming towards you when you're moving into a challenge, that knows immediately that regardless of what the experience looks like, from the human being's perception, that the soul sees it from a more expansive perception, state of perception. It sees the bigger picture of the purpose for the challenge you are experiencing and of the resources that are available to you to be able to move through the experience with grace, gratitude, and a sense of continuity in all of your experiences. So oftentimes, when we have a challenging experience, we tend to look at it as an isolated incident, just some, some moment or some kind of punishment that maybe we deserve because of some karma. And we'd, and we'd really love it if you'd change that image of karma in your minds, if you'd let it go, the idea that karma is punishment, is so fear-based. 
It can't be taken seriously in spirit. For karma is the movement of energy. And energy is always in balance. You need the positive and the negative. Just as you need the up and the down, the back and the forth, the right and the left. So karma as a balance of energy creates experiences accordingly. And it is not that they are good or bad. It is that they are charged in different frequencies and they feel different to the human being. It is the human being that has labeled the good and the bad. But the soul itself, it just experiences. It just knows that beyond this physical world, it could not have this kind of intensity. And yes, the soul came for the diversity of experience in the physical plane. did not come to be in the energy of joy in every moment of every life experience. Ah, yes, you all laugh and say, but that would be nice. It would be nice to just be joy. And you know, there are lifetimes that you choose that, where the majority of your experiences are joy-filled, and that is wonderful. But over time, in many incarnations, you desire new experiences. You strive to reach new heights, as far as your frequency, and you look to expand your understanding of what it means to be physical. And so your curiosity and desire for expansion brings about the diversity. And so you see, there it is you, the co-creator of this experience, the one saying, I want to experience it all, the highs and lows, ups and downs so I may relish them in their pure states and I can see what it is my humanness is doing with all of these different frequencies and what we can say to you is you can remain in a state of peace in a state of gratitude if you are willing to perceive life from your soul's state of perception, if in the moment of the experience you can bring this awareness into your mind that it is not just me, the human being, feeling like a victim that is here in this moment, but rather that I can reach into the energy that I am 
the soul that I am. And find a sense of continuity in the experience, which can shift immediately the tendency of the human mind to go to the negative. And when you do that and you shift into a more open state of awareness, you immediately request assistance from the soul. You don't have to put it into words. You don't have to put it into words as a prayer. It is just your desire to see life differently that instigates movement in the soul. The soul will always give the human being the opportunity to experience life fully from the physical state of perception. But once that human being has had enough of that and says, okay, I need to know there is more here in front of me than what I see as the human being that I am, well, then the soul just jumps up and and responds in many different ways. And that is why the practice of meditation is beneficial for when you are in constant contact with your soul. You understand the way the soul communicates with you. But if you wait until those moments, those challenging experiences, and then you say, okay, soul, show me yourself. Well, you are not going to be familiar with the language, are you? It may come as a surprise to many of you, but you have to learn or relearn how to communicate within your own self. For the idea of being human has taken you so far from your truth that you are the soul and not the body that you have to relearn how to communicate within your own beingness and that is what meditation does it opens you up to hearing your higher self and once you commit to that practice you begin to have a flow within your own self an interactive kind of communicative experience. And you don't have to just take our word for it. You find those people that are out there doing the meditation, teaching the meditation, living the meditation, and ask them. Ask them who they were before they began to meditate and ask them what it is they feel the benefits are. Meditation is not limited to religion, dear ones, neither is prayer. There's nothing here that need be dogmatic. Find your way. Open your heart and listen. And you will see that you are not alone. And that this higher aspect of you is communing communing constantly with all of your loved ones in spirit, all of the guides and angels here, waiting, willing, and ready to assist you.
we ask you to take this insight and integrate it in an energy of gratitude and find your way to find your way to the method that works for you for we will not say that it is something you must do every day something you must do every week or every month no that my friends is individual and must be discovered by you you can try this and you can try that way and you can try this teacher and that teacher but when it comes down to it you are your own teacher and you learn from your experience so recognize that in you and honor that in you that part of you that already knows who you are and how you are to be here as who you are. All right, Leah. Wow. That was such an amazing journey. Like, it just, like, so much came out, and there's so much to hear. It's definitely one that I plan on listening to multiple times because... It really took me so far from, like, around the globe, like, connecting with a different reality and perceiving it in a new way to then, like, back to, like, all the internal energetic uh, emotions from, like, the fear and doubt that they took you to. And I could feel, like, the constriction in my chest. And then to when they talked about releasing yourself from the attachments that prevent the freedom uh, when you're in that space of gratitude. And how free that felt, like your chest just could like soar open when you're in that space of consciousness and like really uh, perceiving things from gratitude. And then at the end just now, taking us to the power of being our own teacher. And it was just such a beautiful journey, like all the way through the entire channel. Yeah, a beautiful flow. It really did. They they had a purpose. There was no doubt from the beginning we, we started tonight, you know, it was going to be about gratitude. But I love where they left it. I love that they left it, that we are our own teachers and we learn from our own experience. And Dodie, you're a teacher of meditation, aren't you? Where were you before you began? And how do you feel Dode. meditation has benefited you? Dode? Yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't unmute my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. She is meditating. <laughs> I went very deep. So please ask me again. Well, I was thinking about how at the end they were talking about, you know, if you don't believe us, then ask somebody who teaches meditation and, yeah. you know. Where, who were you before, and how has it changed your life, and what are the benefits? And it's phenomenally, it's it's night and day. And uh, meditating is is the time when you listen, and you can pray and pray and pray all you want, but listening happens during stillness, and 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 not even listening so much as just availing yourself, just saying, "I'm here." But how has it affected your life? What What do you see as the main practical differences in who you are and how you're experiencing life? 
I see I'm definitely more in balance about things that occur in life. I have the ability, I think, now to look at them and say, oh, okay, and not let things run me over. Um, I have the ability to step back and examine the situation and see the fear in it or see the... um, you know, what the elements are of a situation. There's like a space between me and the situation that I'm involved in. And I think the meditation has helped to create that space so that I can see myself, you know, just slightly outside of what's going on in my life and be able to be in balance with it. Oh, my God, I I love that. I love that space. I never thought of it that way because then you don't feel so attacked by life. Is that... That's what exactly. I got saying that. Exactly right. I'm not like, my head is not above water. I mean, my head is above water always. I'm, I'm always, uh, that's it. That's the, that's the piece of meditation more than anything. And I love how the channel said that meditation allows you to learn the language of your soul constantly communing with you because it definitely made a point to say that it's not about committing to meditating all day, every day, but that in the times that you do and you start to learn the language, that you can, throughout a busy day, understand that communication and not have to necessarily be in a state of meditation to still receive the message because you're practicing the language and meditation. And I love that they made that very clear. I, I think it's also a beautiful message to to be to realize that um, we're always out there, you know, like we're asking our guides and we're asking all these loving beings, and to remember that we're one of them, that we're the that, that, there we are, you know. There's there's the biggest part of us is in spirit, and and so so wise, so able to see so much more of our lives than we can in the human form, you know? Oh, Dodie, I love that because you know how often people are like, well, you know, I I was just doing this mundane thing. I'm not going to go and ask an angel or a guide or a loved one on the other side to help me with this. I don't want to bother them. Right, and it's us. (laughs) Right. It it does take the pressure off when you're like, well, you're just asking your higher self. Hmm. It seems more available. Yeah, it's very comforting, too, to remind yourself that and your consciousness that at any point in time you have a whole support staff just beyond yourself, but that you're a part of it and that they're always there. And, and, you know, just by thinking of it, they're showing up that you have your own force, you know, in any situation. And that's definitely a beautiful consciousness to move with and comfort, you know, when you are in these hards and trials that come up in life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very beautiful. That was so beautiful, Laura. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. It was so amazing and such a cool journey. And we're kind of coming to an end here. So I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. This love and gratitude was such a beautiful experience, such an awesome vibration to connect with everybody. Um, And I want to remind everyone also that Laura is going to be doing her channel next month on Friday, December 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the same space. Um, And that's going to offer some powerful insight on moving into the new year. So I'm really excited about embracing that and hearing what you pull in, Laura. I can imagine you love doing those channels. Me too. I love New Year's channels. Can't wait. (laughs) 
Thank you, Anything Laura. you want to say thank before you, we depart, Laura? No, just thanks, and um, I guess everybody have a happy holiday. Happy holidays. Much love and gratitude. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm.